The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Welcome once again to It Came From Radio, the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking with me via social distancing for the foreseeable future. And as it's been for quite some time, we have none other than our very own Pronto Comics, very own Dominic Definition Man Sperano. I like how you said for foreseeable future and for some time. <laughs> it's like, it's basically, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it's going to be. Covering yeah. all bases. This is what it is. And you know what? It ain't that bad. <laughs> Really? I've been liking doing the show like this. We we have our senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino. Hello, heat wave dwellers. Oh, my God. (laughs) And we also have from thelifewithgenergy.com, Janelle Spelde. Some like get hot and some sweat when the heat is on. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jen. You just put that song into my head. I really appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. I love it. Oh, man. Glenn Fry, we miss you. Mm-hmm. On this week's show, we're going to have a little different show. We haven't done one of these for a while. Um, we have a super special interview uh, that our very own uh, D-Life with Jenner G's, Jenna Lee Svelde, uh, did with um, uh, comedian Dana McAllister. Oh, cool. And um, the four of us are going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of conventions because, as uh, we've learned, the conventions are coming back with vengeance and there are so many conventions coming up right now we figured now's the time to let all you guys know our special post pre post during covid uh, do's and don'ts for conventions that's before. fair because people are going like convention crazy yes but before we do any of that we have to take it away with the non-news it's more time Non-news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the CradleCon, which is having their first annual in-person pop shop on July 17th and 18th at the Cradle of Aviation in Long Island, New York. It's a one-stop shop for all things comics, toys, collectibles, and pop culture. Tickets are on sale now, right now, at www.cradleofaviation.org. Not .com, not .net, .org. Also, the non-news is brought to you in part by the fine folks at sci-fi.radio. That's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. And finally, the show is the non-news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, which is having their a Big Apple Silver Anniversary Prequel Expo with headliner Rob Liefeld on July 17th. That day sounds awfully familiar. Um, for, tickets are on sale now, and for more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. And we want to give our shout-outs for our Patreons, of which there are. Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Kyle Horn, Millie Portez, Newsday Famous Dresden Media, Unjikun, Shadow Rabbit Art, The Huracan, and Yasmin and Ray. If you want to have your own little shout-out, go to www.patreon.com, and just for a dollar, uh, you can get a shout-out on our show. So, as I mentioned, we're not going to have any uh, news at all, because we're going to go right into our do's and don'ts of the convention time. Boom. Uh, who wants to go first? Magically, this was a week in which nothing happened and no one died. So, <laughs> so there you go. Am I wrong, sir? Am I um, wrong? 
actually stuff happened, but it's just going to be an extra long news segment following. But yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, uh, I'll go first since I'm the one who opened his mouth. All right, so let's 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 start with the uh, we'll do the deuce first, and then we'll go around with the don'ts. How's that? Okay, classic one. I've said this on the show before, and we discussed this even last week. Do shower and put on deodorant before going. <laughs> Even if it's an outdoor convention. In right. fact, if it's an outdoor convention, I will throw in sunscreen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and what's that's the a special logic? one? That's a special <laughs> one for for the for the outdoor convention. But in general, if you're doing an indoor convention, please shower and put on deodorant. Well, you know, sometimes those uh, tickets are pretty pricey, and they can either pay for the ticket or or pay for the water. Bill. You can't even believe. <laughs> The BS you just said yourself, sir. <laughs> you just can't. I was going to answer with that. With just don't go then. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but, I mean, we've all been there. We all know there's just why. <laughs> there's just a, like a con funk smell that sometimes happens. Ugh. And it's like, yeah, ugh, is correct. It is <laughs> Dude, well, where, why don't you shower, <laughs> sir? Why don't you shower? Jumping on that, I'm going to say uh, back in the day, I, I'm sure I mentioned this on a show before, but there used to be the smelly wizard. <laughs> so, you know, he, oh, wizard. What's that? Yeah, he was he was a wizard that had such an odor. It followed him around and it let you know he was coming. There's what? this convention. And so he became the smelly wizard. He's just like a wizard. Always just as the same wizard. And I, you know, it's just one of those things. So yes, well, he became. I haven't seen him in years, but that's what he became. that specific costume that <laughs> wouldn't get rid of the smell, right? I, I've never talked to him, so I don't know. We got to find out. That had to be that had to be pig pig pen. <laughs> growing up, growing up, all grown up. Radagast so, the Brown is who it was, sir. Radagast. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Charlie, do you have a? Uh, well, did, for did us? Dominic did Dominic finish? Yeah, that was he said shower. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, it's it's okay. it's shower. We've all been there. We know what that's like. It's just rough. I don't know why there's this correlation between fans at Comic Con and lack of showering. I just don't wow, know. terrible. I don't know. What do you got? Okay, a do, a do, do be courteous. Definitely. Uh, don't shove and push and keep freaking walking. <laughs> don't decide to meet your friends and have a caucus right in the aisle. Yeah. Keep moving. Thank you. That's the two. I would think that the uh, the venues would have more space for more people to continue to move without any clusters of people just gathering. Well, and of I've... course, some places do have a certain uh, protocols for for COVID, even though it's 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 on you know knock on wood, it's going in the right direction. Hopefully, well, I've 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 seen, oh my God, I've seen nightmares <laughs> of these kids dressed up like whatever anime they go as, and they all decide to stop. And meet each other in the middle of the floor, and you're walking around them. That's when I'm not courteous. That's when I just push them. And, those and people should go to hell. That's don't be pushing are. people. You can't realize I, I condone pushing people. But uh, no. I do want to throw out there that sometimes uh, the pictures happen <laughs> and then the gatherings happen on their own. So sometimes it's not completely their fault. Well, yeah, I mean, every once in a while, and not every once in a while, almost every, like, corner of Comic-Con, at least just, Comic-Con, you're walking by and you see people just stopping because they have to take pictures of a hot girl dressed in cosplay. 
which just happens ridiculously. Yeah. I have to actually say, like, I agree with the no pushing and shoving. However, I am guilty of once having to push and shove, and because I'm trying to get oh. back to the table, I took a you know a, you know a, a bathroom break. I had to get back to the table. The fastest way to, was to cut across a line, not through a line, not cut the line, just walk across a line. Just say, "Excuse me." This one nerd comes up. He's like, "You can't, you can't do it, man. You can't." And I just looked at him, like, just shoved him slightly. I'm like, "Get out of my way." Ah, that's funny. Right through. It's like I'm the dude. I'm not taking your place in line. I'm not. I just want to get back to my table. This is the thinnest, easiest way for me to get through. And by the way, come by and buy my stuff. Oh, I didn't. I wouldn't have <laughs> sold him anything. That's yeah. funny. But so, it's true. He, he like with full on like, uh, excuse me, you can't, you can't do it. You can't. I'm like, get out of my way. Just get out of my way. Yeah, stuff like that. Why well, I don't want to leave my house. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm good. So, so exactly. Jen, do you have a uh, do for people going to conventions? I mean, right. I know you said you've been to uh, New yeah. York Comic Con a few times, so you know how it's going to be like. So, what what are your Film do you have a do? You know, yes. movie shoots, cons, all types of stuff. You got to pack water because I'm cheap and water is like $500. So you got to pack water. You got to stay hydrated. If you're dehydrated, your cognition is going to go slower. You're not going to have as much fun. So bring water, bring healthy food, bring healthy raw food like kiwis that keep your vibration high and keep you energized with high megahertz energy. Wear comfortable shoes and layers. So if you start sweating like a freaking cow, you can take off the layer and not smell bad, even though you showered. And then when you get cold, because they blast AC like a bee, you know what, Ach, and you're going to have to put your sweater on, another sweater, and then a snowsuit because it's like 30 degrees in summer. And almost done. Bring external chargers and bring external chargers because you got to make sure your phone's charged. No excuses to ever have your phone die if you're above the age of 15. Get that stuff together. External chargers, no excuse. Selfie stick if you want to take photos. A backpack with all of your stuff so you're not carrying it around like a ridiculous, crazy, crazy person. A toothbrush if you're going to be out for longer than six hours so you don't breathe in people's faces. And uh, a tripod if you're going to actually do things. And lav mics if you actually want to do audio because no one wants audio with bad audio. Holy crap. I think that's more than a do, Mark. (laughs) Well, I'm very organized. I create lists for everything. So you, you know, you know, it's funny. Impressively, that's a yes. great list, except for like that's way more than a do. So do all that. I think it qualifies yeah, what you're saying. Just do all this. <laughs> I do like a sport. You know, this is what I do. And you know what's weird? I was gonna go with the food because I love the food. I was mm. gonna say it, but you took my food idea. She took all the ideas. So I'm gonna say <laughs> do do all that she said. With, guess, the, with the exclusion of with the exclusion of the yeah. charging of the phone, eh. I gotta say, for years I'd bring like my own food. I'd either bring stuff in like a cooler bag, you know, yeah. lunch bag, or I I would often like go. I had a uniform when I did cons for Pronto. Um, I'd always have like my Pronto T-shirt, jeans, uh, my black blazer. I just fill my black blazer up with like I'd have a candy bar. I'd have like some peanut butter. I had some snacks. I had like a little this, a little that all around me. I was had an apple, you know, bottles of water. So I, I can say oh, from, your blazer. Yeah, wow. I loved. I loved even when I go through airport security. Not that I've done that in a while. I would usually pack almost everything in my like blazer jacket, so that way I just take it right off, put it right. on the thing, take the belt now. You know, take the belt off and the shoes off, walk right through. That way, I didn't have to constantly stuff everything back into my pockets. Hmm. I like, I like I, yeah, thank you. I tried. So I you like go go gadget. Yeah. As a con <laughs> professional, I will concur with Jen's assessment. 
completely. So do all those things. All right. So uh, <laughs> wow, that was I, that blew me away. I actually also have to say, like, she even went so far as to like what the professional should do in terms of right. audio equipment. That's very, it's a very impressive list. I have Thank two you. things written. I'm, 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 always, like, oh I'm very God. prepared. I got a lot of stuff. I make a list before I pack. Every were you, time a, I go were you a Girl Scout? I was not. I just, I just, uh, I didn't like being unprepared. And I, I, every time I would fall short, I'd make a note like, okay, we gotta do this. Okay, so now I just have these tremendous lists. My, my to-do list is 78 pages and I have lists for travel, everything. Mark wow. has a box. I got my convention box that has everything in it when I attend conventions, true. But yeah. uh, I was, uh, as for food, I just usually like to bring a, a little trail mix. A little bag of trail mix is what I usually bring. It is easy to carry. Get a little, get a little energy going on. That's my type of thing. That's, so, uh, um, that's why you're so thin. Yeah, that's that's the, you, that. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. Um, so let's do, uh, so let's do some don'ts. So Dominic, do you have a don't? What should you not do? Well, my don't actually countermands one of Jen's things because at the very end she was saying, "And bring it all in a backpack." And my don't <laughs> is, don't bring a massive <laughs> backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Like a freshman in high school. Because I remember being a freshman in high school, mm. and you always knew the freshmen in my high school because your backpack was so stuffed because your schedule was the worst because you're a freshman. You had no power to make a schedule. So you're just ca- walking around with huge textbooks. And I hate walking aisles, and someone's got a massive backpack, and you can't get around them. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, I right. agree with like all the stuff that you're saying that you should bring, but just don't bring a backpack. Bring so a where, where would they put it then? Either have a home base area that you can have, like certainly the prom table. Backpack. A small backpack is different. Flat one. I'm not saying don't bring a bag. Like I'm a saying don't bring a backpack so packed no. that it's like a foot deep. Yeah, no blockades. And, yeah, and you know that people have walked around. We've mm-hmm. all seen someone walk yeah. around with a backpack that big. That's true. But right. certainly if you have a home base area and like the Pronto Comics table was everyone's home base area, because Mark, you've done it. Everyone's done it. I never cared. It's, it's what comes with having a table. Everyone's dropping their bag there. Mm. So if you can find a home base section, you know, even if and it, it could be a mobile one, even like a friend's waiting in a line to go on a panel, you drop your stuff with them for a while or whatever. Or they're waiting and they're sitting at a seat or something like that. But, like, don't go around with this massive backpack. Because the other thing, people don't understand the turning radius that creates. They're trying to turn you know, a corner. They whack someone with the backpack. and I, I saw two guys. I saw two guys whacked mm-hmm. by one backpack. Wow. This guy turned around. Somebody called him. He turned around. And he just hit one guy, ricocheted off of him, hit the other guy coming the other way. That's how big that backpack was. Yeah, I've seen that. Exactly. So it's not like just me. I didn't just create this. I've seen it happen. I personally have a hatred of backpacks. I've had a hatred of backpacks basically ever since high school. I don't like them. I don't like carrying them. I don't like having them. We could do flat bags. We could do like multiple flat bags or something. Because the only thing is you're putting trust in humanity when you leave your stuff with someone. Like that doesn't work out for me. Like whenever I do that, I get screwed, man. I, right. I hear you. But for me, like, I prefer satchel bags. Everyone's seen, like, the sash I carry. Yeah, that works. Like, I prefer carrying, I'd rather carry, like, two or three different of those bags than one massive backpack. The other thing, too, they're easier to access. You can't access your backpack while you're wearing it. Or bring you a know, sling. Yeah, you got to take it off. So I'd rather have, like, a sling, a satchel, something else like that that you can actually go through and pick up and grab as you're moving. So what about I, I, you, Charlie? What do you got? I actually have a uh, brimstone 
convention backpack, which it's a sling. And in that sling, you could put many things. And besides the backpack has compartments for, um, you know, anything you would buy at a convention. In that sling, you can put many things. (laughs) So what do you have a, 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 a do a, a don't we're on a don't. So Charlie, you have a don't. Oh, hell yeah. What, what do you have for a don't? <laughs> All right. You know me. I'm, I'm the guy taking the pictures there. Mm-hmm. So don't, if you see an amazing cosplay heading your way, don't stop and take the picture there. <laughs> Ask them if you can take a picture of them. You, and, and some people don't do this. Actually us at, um, it came from the radio. We're courteous. We'll say, I, I want to take a picture of for our show. It's going to be on social media. So you cover all the bases there. Um, and to, and then ask them to make, could we move over to here, a clear spot? But don't so take them don't, like down the, down the hallway into some other room. No, no, that's what, that's what the guys I can't stand do. They're, they're, the guys who think they're really photographers and they come with a ton of equipment and they go, oh, 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 let's go all the way over here. So now if you're waiting to take that picture, you they take them away from you and then they're in the back. All right, now I want this pose. Now I want that pose. Now I want this pose. I, I, again, I, I just want to just go over there and throw them a beating and say, get out of here. We do not Two condone pictures, throwing beatings. We do not condone pushing people. <laughs> what else do we want? <laughs> No, uh, so but it's, Jen. it's, it's good. Yeah, Jen, what do you got for uh, don'ts? Do not, and this is purely hypothetical before any type of convention, do not take a colon cleanse within 24 hours. <laughs> do not, yeah. do not uh, have too much yeah. fiber or too many stir fries or salads. Do not have too much cheese or rice or pizza the night before. You'll be very tired and do not undersleep. Make sure you go to bed early. I love that, but I've always underslept the night before because <laughs> I'm always so anxious that I've gotten everything I needed to get. Yeah, and then it's never fun. No. Well, listen, conven- hey, I haven't had a fun time at a convention uh, probably since 2009. Hey, Sal? So. Sucks. Hey, Sal? I, I think someone's uh, trying to get your attention there, uh, senior correspondent Charlie Saladino. <laughs> well, hey. We're oh, live. We're, we're so live. Surprise guest. I'm doing my show. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what's up? Can I borrow your? So that was fun. Uh-huh. Surprise appearance. Bye. This is live on tape. Freaking hilarious. Wow. Hey Sal. First of all, I never knew anyone called him Sal. Yes, that's a uh, that's that's his uh, that's his uh, little thing. We've been constant to Charlie. Secret I've been life. calling him Charlie all these years. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's Saladino, so it's people. No, call I get him why. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> so I think we can. I don't know. I think from now on, I'm going to start calling him Sal. Hey, Sal. I think you have Sal. to. I think you have to have a. Uh, was it um credentials to call him Sal? I got credentials. I'm going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, we got credentials. Okay. Okay. You worry um, about your credentials. We got us. Uh, for going going back on track. I, I think um, one of one of the important things to to do, and um, we I, I've mentioned this before, is to make sure you um, patronize the indie guys. 
Oh. Well, I thought we were on the don'ts. Do not. Oh, okay. Just walk by and ignore all the creative stuff that's out there. Ah. In other words, go to Artist Alley. Go to Small Press. I, I always like. Um, Am I wrong? This is true. So do not just go to whatever plan you're making. You should take the time, go slow, and enjoy the convention. You know, it's, it's been a while since people have been uh, cooped up. So be a little more, uh, what, what's, what's the term? A little more uh, thoughtful Open. Of, of your fellow man. That's fair. And, yeah. fellow, and fellow female. Yep. So think, just go up and talk to these other uh, people that you may not normally go to. So do not ignore people who are at the tables because they have been hurting for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one of the things that you should do not do is ignore them. All right. I agree. I'm going to throw in another don't, um, which you see often now, um, and kind of goes a little bit to what uh, Sal was talking about. Because <laughs> once I found out that we can call William Shatner Bill, I'm now going to call Sal- Charlie Sal. Um, don't assume cosplay equals consent in terms of picture taking, or quite frankly, anything else. Just because someone's in cosplay, respect their privacy and, and don't take a picture without asking. Yes. Yes, that is very important to make sure you ask. I mean, just, be- what it was, just because they're dressed up doesn't mean they want to be taken a picture of. Just because they're dressed up doesn't mean, and then you have to go down the whole list to be yeah. oogled, to be harassed, to, you know, all that right. stuff. There are people just like you that are just trying not- to have a good time. <laughs> right. But it's, it's just normal, common courtesy. You ask people. You're, you're actually taking a picture of a person. You're invading on their privacy. I don't, I don't care where they are. Uh, so it should be, you know, I'm telling you 99.9% time, they'll love it. Yeah. But you, you do get that 1% that I did get at Comic-Con that day. That don't want their picture like, taken. And I get it. Like, look, if they're in cosplay, most likely they want their picture taken. or also Most likely. Most, most likely. likely. The thing that you have to remember is, like, they might have just had 100 pictures taken of right. them. It's probably not that they don't generally want. It's not like they're walking around cosplay like, don't look at me. Obviously, they want to be looked at and celebrate whatever character they're, or creation they're doing. But chances are one or two things have happened. One, they've just had 100 pictures taken and they just want to break. Or two, they really just want to get from one end of the floor to the other or to, a, to something, and they don't want to be late for it. They just want to move along. So as, maybe they want to as, stop for a millionth picture. As Jen was saying, with, with her food don'ts, sometimes that bathroom really, line is really long. So you got to right. prepare ahead of time your, exactly. your journey. And if you're right. in a costume, it takes a while, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, to get out of that costume. Yeah. The more yeah. detail that costume, learn something from Christian Bale when it comes to your costume design. Make sure that you put a fly in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ben Affleck yeah. asked Christian Bale, like, is there any advice? And Christian Bale goes like, yeah, make sure they put a fly in yours. Right. Yeah, you know. yeah I was wearing a jumpsuit just before for a photo shoot. But I will say uh-huh. back to what you were saying. If I see a man dressed all tutti fruity and hot toddy and cosplay. I know mean- Rudy. Don't, don't dress like that if you don't want the attention, okay? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword, you know? Yeah, That's, I know. It's, you can't assume anything in today's day and age. And it's, it's, a, it's a gray area, but there are people who are there to take pictures. 
and there are people who there who want their picture taken, but you never know. So it's just it, it takes two seconds to ask, or or if they're already gathered and people are already taking the pictures, you don't have to ask because no, everybody's yeah. already taking pictures. You're you already got the the clear to run in yes. there and grab it and, and get as many pictures as you can if there's already a, a group there taking pictures. So that's that's a caveat. I was uh, I was just standing standing watching the whole DC group have their pictures taking and our friend came over just because I had a camera and said, could you do these shots? I wind up taking the whole DC photo <laughs> shot. It was great. You know, I didn't have, there was like a million people in the DC universe there. I didn't have to ask one of them, you know? Yeah. Could I, yeah, take I mean, look, shot? if this group of people taking pictures, you already know that the, that the consent and permission is yeah. granted. Right. Yeah. That's different. It's implied. Yeah. You can look, you can assume that someone in cosplay wants their picture taken. The thing is you can't assume they want their picture taken in that very moment. Right. right. That's that's actually the best way to describe it, correct. So we have like, uh, two minutes like, to go. So Charlie, two minutes. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys covered this while I was away, but uh, make sure your costumes are not that elaborate if there's not a lot of space to walk down the aisles. Just make sure you don't have anything that people are going to step on. Uh, you're going to turn around and hit somebody with this Jagunda hammer that you have for your <laughs> cosplay. Just, you know, again, be courteous. All right. So, uh, Jen, final thought on that? Well, basically, uh, the same idea. Make sure you don't gain too much weight before a convention. <laughs> you don't bump into someone with your body, you know? I, I laugh because I, I, that's, it's, it, it makes sense, but I feel it's mean. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't want your you don't want your own being just by breathing to be um actually a weapon, you know. So don't make yourself a weapon and watch your diet. There you go. Dominic, you got a less than a minute to go. Final thought. Uh, final thought. Conventions are a lot of fun. Don't ruin it for everybody. I, I will I will double jump on that one. Uh, my final thought is for the segment is yes. Make sure you the the point is to have fun. Do your best to try to bring a positive attitude. Have fun. Have a good time. Be respectful of everybody else. So with that, we're going to take our break, and we'll be right back with a game from the radio. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. If you had any honor, you would listen to sci-fi.radio, the sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. Kapla! Hi everyone, this is Tom Christopher. I had played Hawk on Buck Rogers on the 25th century. And you are listening to It Came From Radio. During the month of June, get ready for Sinister War, Infinite Frontier, and Extreme Carnage at Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin. And join our membership program where you can save 10% on every purchase. The Long Island Tropicon is coming this July through August. Come to the store for more details. Cosmic Comics and Games is open Wednesday from noon to 8, Thursday from 2 to 7, Saturday and Sunday from noon to 5. That's Cosmic Comics and Games of Baldwin, located at 846 Merrick Road in beautiful Baldwin, New York. Call us at 516-763-1133. Thank you and stay safe. <laughs> hey kids, this is CJ Ramon of the world-famous Ramones, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. 
looking to sell your entire comic collection, have that one key issue you're trying to unload, well, look no further than Royal Collectibles, your friendly neighborhood comic book shop. Buying and selling comics, toys, and merchandise with experience in the industry for over 30 years. From Golden Age comics all the way up to the present, they want to buy your stuff. Reach out to them online at www.royalcollectiblesonline.com or give them a call at 718-793-0542. That's Royal Collectibles in Forest Hills, Queens, New York. Now, back to our show. You're listening to It Came From The Radio, and I'm your host, Jenny Feldy, with comedian Dana McAllister. Very funny, and she was at my first open mic that I ever did. I didn't plan to do stand up at all. And she was there and she was very kind. And she's one of the reasons why I am back. So you can blame her. So Dana, hi. And um, rapid fire going right into it. Number right. one, why are you doing stand up comedy? Because I can't run a marathon. <laughs> and um, well, I'm just going to add on. <laughs> when did you find out that you were funny? Because we do improv together and you can tell if someone's just gifted or they're funny or they're not. You have just funny responses. You're a very funny person. Yes. So, oh, um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, I've always been the funny one. I grew up, um, I was mainstreamed in school, but I have a physical disability. Right. And kids are mean. So that, <laughs> so that really helped me. Like, uh, no, don't like, I got good at like bullying back and I kind really? of feel, yeah. And I kind of feel bad, but also I kind of don't cause screw you guys so I mean kids are kids are mean but it helped me shape my future career so wow uh, I think I realized I wanted to do something with it maybe mm. and I failed out of college <laughs> yeah I almost failed out of college too <laughs> and uh yeah when people are mean it just makes me sad and it ruins it like I was just thinking the other day like I've had a lot of kind of betrayals and mean people in the last year and I feel like it's dim my comedy not made me funnier at all like I'm funniest when I'm just blissful I'm just like ah Dana's nice ah great now I feel funnier you know I think it's it's more so like growing up with it like Mm -hmm. and also parents were very sarcastic we were a very sarcastic family uh my parents are both um emergency workers my mom was an ER nurse my dad was a police officer and you know they don't deal with their emotions well right either by trade so it was just a lot of brushing under the rug that led me to this wonderful comedy career deflecting <laughs> yes deflecting is a common thing okay so any messages or lessons that you want to share with humanity anything for the greater good or to people younger or older any influence you hmm. want to have um definitely do if you don't think you can do something but you want to do it try it before you decide right. uh, there's lot of situations both mentally and physically where I found myself like I really want to do that um there's a place called Sky Zone in Connecticut where it's mm-hmm. a bunch of trampoline land or whatever not made for my type but I right. there's part where you swing into like a foam pit oh yeah and I shouldn't have done it and I went there twice and I didn't do it and then finally I was like I'm gonna do it and right. it was a lot of fun until the employees had to come get me inside the pit but it was fun and I'm glad it was hard to get out yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't account for drowning in the foam. It's but, worth it. Uh, it was worth it, though, right? It looks fun. So definitely shoot, shoot your shot. Worst case is you miss or whatever. Yeah, yeah. My mom always said she couldn't draw, and she's drawing and painting great stuff at sixty-seven. And she always said she couldn't. I said, "Well, did you try?" So back yeah. to you. <laughs> After the polio shot, we'll call it. 
life sure. has changed. Life has been different for you thanks to that polio shot. Very rare, but it was 1989. I remember you told me when we first met back in November, it was 89. So how do you feel that your life is different thanks to the thanks to this disability in good ways and bad ways? Well, well, it definitely put my dead leg into the door of comedy. Um, <laughs> uh, well, the polio, the polio shot, I guess we'll call it. It, um, yeah. I, there was no real, it hasn't really changed my life because it's been my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I started getting symptoms when I was in, when I was uh, four months old and it took a really long, long time to even diagnose it and stuff. So I guess mm-hmm. like, I probably wouldn't be as funny uh, if I, if I didn't have this. I probably wouldn't oh, be aesthetic yeah. or kind because I'm mean in my heart. <laughs> you think so? I am. I am. I just have a hatred. No. Oh I don't. my god, <laughs> that's funny. That's I do. Funny. I get sometimes, and I get a little. Ca- but like, what's good is like, I don't get catty. I really appreciate that's every good. friendship I have because, uh, I at the age I am now, I'm 32. So right. most people aren't really like, oh, you're disabled. We don't want to talk to you anymore but mm-hmm. i'm just at woods so so right. it's a brave new adult world here <laughs> i like that you said that you have hatred in your heart because i can think of so many people that they just put on this front like you know i, I as you see you know i have a smile on my face i i i'm conscious of it i'm not faking it but you know i i don't really just walk around smiling at people and pretending that everything's all good when it's not. And I can't stand those people. So thanks for not being one of them. <laughs> no, um, I mean, my, my thing definitely is I try, I tend to look at the negative too much and I mm. tend to be make fun of something. So especially if it's okay. my, so I watched eight mile growing up and that's how I learned to deal with that. I'm like, I'm just going to make fun of myself first. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. And that kind of messed me up. Like I was my own worst mm. bully. So when I say I have hatred in my heart, it's just, that I hate that I don't respond the same way as mm-hmm. other people because my first response is screw you I'm mad that you do that and then the next part is like oh it's really cool that they can do that and I shouldn't be jealous all the time right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. I'm just rambling sorry no, no but comparison is what humans do I think we're wired to to compare so of course you know you see someone doing back bends or these crazy yoga poses on Instagram and it, it might get a little weird you know um so switching so Everyone's got limits. I won't twerk. I walked off three sets because I'm not twerking. That's one of my limits. Uh, what will you not do or not talk about on stage or mm-hmm. in life? Um, I try not. I try to stay away from uh, sex jokes on oh. stage. Uh, yeah, I leave that to the female comedians. I, I myself identify as a disabled comedian. Okay. And don't rely on our vaginas to carry us through a set. See, I'm me. Right. No, 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 no. It's funny because um, I don't really talk about sex much in real life, but I have a lot of jokes with Cosby and Como and having sex. It's like weird. I mean, for me, it's like I most of my set revolves around my disability because mm-hmm. I practiced at making fun of that. Right, um, right, right. With sex, even in real life, I really don't talk about sex very much. I don't have yeah. a lot of friends. I, I hang out with, with stand-up comedy, like aside from our little improv group. It's right. mostly so yeah, like yeah like aside from that like my personal life it's mostly I don't I don't drive the girls well I get jealous of you people <laughs> so, <laughs> so um forgot where I was going with that but 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 he-man limits he- what you won't talk about limits. I won't talk about sex so yes it's hard to talk about sex and especially with males at my mm-hmm. age yeah um, it does get either- weird 
on them or they get uncomfortable. So yeah. it's, um, so I don't really, I'm not very funny when it comes to that. So I try to stay away from things I'm not funny about. I try to stay away from uh, politics because mm-hmm. I'm educated in politics enough to make fun of it. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but yeah, I try to stick with what I know, which is sadness and disabledism. <laughs> and I wish I saw that set that you had to interrupt. Oh my God. Uh, can I mention that? Yeah, go for it. I, I well, you, you wrote on Facebook and I said, I'll just talk to her in person. You know, you know I, don't, I don't like to text a lot. I, I'm a terrible texter. But <laughs> you, the post said that you ran off stage for the first time in a while. And you said that you had told a joke. You said a word you shouldn't. That's I really did. anti right now. I'm not going to say which word it is. And then someone from the audience got upset and screamed at oh, you yeah. and so you ran off stage, but you but couldn't, I, but I get. Ran right, couldn't get out. Yeah. So here's what yeah, happened. You couldn't so get I, out. So you came back. So what happened is I went out to um, a place in Bellport. It was a really great lineup. I was really excited about it. My boyfriend took off of work to bring oh, me. Nice. And my first bit, my first bit that I do, it's like three and a half minutes. And I say the R word is what we'll call it right. about it because I can't. Uh, yeah. That's a lot, but you it, know, it a lot. I think I, I get killed. Uh, yeah, but you have all four limbs. I don't, so I can say it. Okay. Right. Uh, that's the whole joke. The whole joke is that people let me get away with saying right. the right. R word, even though I'm not R worded. Right. Not this one. <laughs> Got very upset because I, I suppose she's a quarter R word. Aha, <laughs> that's funny. And um, so she got really upset, and she was a grown lady. And so I, I, I also on top of all this. <laughs> this physical stuff I have um anxiety disorder as well mm-hmm. started attack on stage I did I uh I handed the guy the mic I said I gotta go and I I didn't know I could move that fast all the way to the back and I was gonna go out the back entrance and text my boyfriend to come meet me at the car there was no uh, back entrance I feel like there should be like a fire marshal or something yeah like, make sure of that but so I had to go back because the front door. You went back right- on stage after running off. That, the front see, that's right- funny. On stage. Oh, yeah. So that's, I get up there. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, I bet you guys didn't think I could move that fast. And that's then I great read- entertainment. It was. I was very proud of myself for going back up. Um, I was even prouder of myself for not mm-hmm. yelling at the girl after she followed. Because go- after my set, I left because mm-hmm. I was back. And uh-huh. the, the R word lady came after me and she tried to steal my anxiety she was like i'm so sorry if i had a part of that and i found myself oh. top her down oh. and I was, I was like just let us say the r word and we won't cry i don't yeah. know yeah like- well you know what that's nice that if she genuinely tried that's that's nice it's narcissistic yes nice yeah we like- all have different reasons i guess to who knows i just I guess i like to think of hopefully the best in people and that's been a problem for me I- <laughs> That's why you're the yin to my yang, because I, 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 yeah, I try, but I'm also suspicious. I'm very suspicious, <laughs> but you're not vocal about it. I'm vocally depends. suspicious. Yeah, it depends. Often. <laughs> you just don't know if people after this year, you don't know. But I have to say, here's a quick idea before we move on. I, so I do like, I like little pranks and that's my favorite thing. I, more than stand up, stand up's fun, sure. But my favorite is real live pranks and antics and just weird stuff. Something mm-hmm. you wouldn't expect this. And on stage, right. I, I do weird things. So here's an idea. Uh, you put a plant in the crowd that could me or someone that is like that woman. And hey, you can't yeah. say that. You can't say that. And then you pretend to fight. I did this. I did something similar. Yeah. And then run off stage because it's crazy. Your whole audience is like, what's going on? Oh, my God. And then you just, come back and just fake, fake it. 
But then, but then when I, when the real thing happened, right. but it doesn't really happen a lot. Well, I do interject with a prank of my own. Cause I, I, I fancy myself a trickster and, uh, class, the best Dana prank I've ever pulled. I don't, <laughs> didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you. Oh I yeah. Old, and I took my father's deodorant and I cut the deodorant out and I filled it with cream cheese oh. and I back. And he did both armpits before he realized. And I don't know how you could do both armpits. I think I would do both. Yeah. I was, and I was thrilled. I was, it was the best to this day. Just the most clever thing. Of it. That's what I've never heard of that. That's it funny. Was, so that was, that was a good uh, April Fool's It's day. a fun one. It doesn't, no one really gets hurt. You know? Yeah. He was like, work. he had to shower again, but whatever. Ah, yeah. Ah, I, yeah. I'm big on showering. Okay. Moving <laughs> on. Next up. What would you like to see more of in stand-up comedy? Oh, in the people on stage, anything. I'd like to see more mics go longer than like five. Like, I know, like, we're really limited to the Mm -hmm. amount of time we do. Um, And I, I mean, I know like a lot of people, I'm very good at like knowing how to get to six minutes, but it's hard to rehearse a full act. Mm -hmm. I'm saying so like, I unfortunately always have to start and address the crowd and let them know, hey, I'm disabled and that's why I walk funny. Right. It's really distracting. So that's like a minute and a half off the top. Right. 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 And then there for me to transition to another thing and whatever. I really, I have a hard time practicing anything other than polio jokes. And right. That's I'm going to say the excuses. I can't practice. I don't have time for anything else. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's but it. You're full. It would be cool if there was like a, a place where you can like, Sign, there would only be like three at a time and you go mm-hmm. and like 15 minutes i know in a fantasy world that'd be cool like 15 minutes you can only go right. once a week. Oh, i decided okay interesting but, um what else would i like to see more of more women doing comedy but like mm-hmm. less less um women i wish there was less divide that's what i i mean to say okay. so so there's definitely, there's, it seems like, and I feel like, uh, and I'm a part of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like the women, we almost segregate ourselves and say, we're women comedians and mm. we need women things. And I don't know, I I don't have any sisters or cousins or anything. Right. So I have brothers and stuff. So I'm like, I don't understand why we all have to be separated. Is it um, that way? It seems that way. I know like also though, there's more opportunities for male characters than female characters. Someone explained it okay. to me. One, yeah. Women typically, especially in improv. In improv, for sure. Wife or the daughter. Yes, um, yes. But, I mean, I wish what... I, I don't know. I, I wish there was less of that. And I wish that people realize that just because somebody's getting success, that doesn't mean there's less success for that person. It's yeah. Not like, success isn't pie. Everybody can have some. <laughs> right. And and also, if you work together and help each other, then yeah. you're more likely to get a piece of the pie from someone who likes you, <laughs> who you're nice to and respectful, you know? What I learned from being in this improv group that we're in, what have we been doing it maybe like three months-ish now? Yeah, but at least, yeah. I definitely learned from, like, sticking with female comedians. It's, you know, everybody networks with each other and mm-hmm. we're all very supportive. And that's definitely something I had been lacking and appreciate now oh, that I have. Yeah. I'm going to appreciate that even more. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. And okay, so collaboration is key related. What characteristics do you look for in a comedy partner? Let's say you're going to do a duo or host something or 
host an open mic. I don't know anything where you have to pick someone like, okay, you five are my partners, you three, what would the mandates be? You have to be like this. You can't Uh, do this. I would really, I would prefer it to be somebody who um, has a darker sense of humor, darker sense of humor. Like Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. Who um, understands that I have anxiety and to like, you know, and have a physical disability because that is something people need to be understanding of when they work with me. Right. Um, they should also probably be understanding that I'm not socialized well. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to talk to you people. <laughs> really? No. Yeah. I mean, I always get so anxious talking to people that I find that um, when I'm, especially when I'm working in groups, I don't vocalize what I want and then I get mm. mad by myself. Yeah. That's a big one. I, my dad and I talk about things like this because it's true. The people that are always nice and everything's okay. And they don't ever say anything. Watch oh, out, man. Oh, up on you. Terrifying. Yeah, I avoid conflict to the point where it would only be an option to be conflict. Cause it's, you yeah. know, yeah, yes, yes, yes. And all of a sudden, no, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I can relate. I'm, I try to be direct and, but the thing is I find that often what's the point in saying something they're not going to change or what's the point so I think the cost is going to be too high so I don't so part of me does get a little resentful but generally I just found myself being like oh we're not going to talk to this but we're just gonna eh, no yeah because a lot of times it's just a character flaw like sometimes you see something and it's like there's no point in saying something it's just right how they behave yeah huh oh well Oh, well, very upbeat, oh. <laughs> very upbeat. Um, okay. What should stand-up comedians stop doing? Um, I mean, I do it too. Okay. But stand-up comedians should stop telling the crowd that it was fu- a funny joke when they didn't. Oh. That's something I, I especially do. Like, that was funny. This is good stuff. I don't know what you guys are doing. See, the way you said it, I think that's funny. So if I heard you doing that, I'd be like, cool. But I, I find I do it. I, I do it to the point where it annoys me. I'm like, oh, okay. I did this again in this show. I do this all okay. the time. I do it at open mics. And I find other yeah. people do it. Um, stand-up comedian should stop. There's a lot of judging, I find. There's a lot of, like, low-key, like, snubbing. Oh, yeah. It shouldn't be a thing where if you don't like a, if you don't like a person, you get up during their set and go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. And I think that's so childish. And we're adults. Yeah. And it's supposed to be an adult hobby. So, um, and on that note, I wish some of the open micers would stop being so creepy. Yeah, yeah. There's a creepiness factor. I've never experienced in modeling, <laughs> hair, makeup, acting, none of these fields, even training, I would say. I didn't well, mind no, it. Because in this particular field, you're allowed to take a microphone and for four minutes in a bar, you get to talk about whatever the frick you want. Right. So it tracks a lot of mental illness. I don't know. Yeah. I find it open mic specifically. And I'm mentally ill, so it's okay. I can yeah, say you it. can say that. It's, it's your field. <laughs> I'm involved here. Um, ableist. Yeah, I know, right? I'm a classic ableist. <laughs> I find that um, there's definitely a 25% of people who just want to be heard mm. and 5% of people who want to be funnier than everybody else. And maybe 2% who are honestly want to work on their material and the right. five. I don't know where I myself land in there. Just to be saying. 
I'm probably in the 75% who I want to work on material. Yeah. And I didn't prepare yesterday for even a minute. And I'm just like, why am I here? You know, because I'm not here to show off and I'm not here to perform for these people. No offense. Right. Uh, And I'm just like, this is a waste. I should have prepared. This is class. I treat it like class, you know? I try to think of it that way too. I find lately, especially I've been going to way less open mics than I should be. um, Long Island left off. So I want to start prepping for that. Yes. Well, quick tip is like video. That's one thing I'll do. I'll video or record and just listen to it over and over and critique it and mouth it just like I'm listening to my favorite song. And by the time I got out of the show, it's like I know the song. I know the thing. And that's what I'm doing for Saturday. So Ah, little trick. I I could tell you more, but I I gave that trick to a few people. And it's like they're like, oh, my God, it helped. I watched one guy bomb and then he was like killed like a few weeks later. You just reported it. All right, we're yeah. almost done. I'm just going to give oh. two more minutes here. All right. Da, da, da. Top three inspirations to write material right now. Like, what are some topics that you're just like, I got to say something about this topic or person or thing? I mean, polio. <laughs> That's okay. We can stick with it. You're loyal. You're loyal. I, I respect it. I want to, I would want to talk more about ableism because, like, Okay. A big part of my comedy is I truly like being able to bring up topics that other people might not be informed about in a mm. funny way. So nobody knows what ableism is. People don't realize it's the same as racism. It's the same mm-hmm. as homophobia. It's being prejudiced against a, a disabled person because of their disability. And that happens a lot of times. Mm. And I think it's, I think what I want is to be able to discuss topics like uh the r word and why it's stupid to call it the r word and like ableism or like how i get great parking and you guys don't like stuff like that yeah talk about how disabilities can be a joking matter and it doesn't always be uncomfortable and serious and where's your aid and shit like stuff like that yeah yeah definitely (laughs) i i mean i joke about everything and that gets me in trouble a couple yeah couple times a year I would say it's what I average it's probably gonna go up actually it's definitely it's going up already exponentially but That's I would be like oh there's like three women in flowery dresses a year that just like will comment on something like that's inappropriate I'm disappointing and they're always wearing flowery dresses so now That's- when I see a woman in a flowery dress I'm like ah you're, you're not gonna like me like I just, <laughs> it's the thing with flowery dresses and I don't know all right the <laughs> finest final question what is your top one or two pieces of positive feedback that you're like, wow, thank you for telling me that. That's a great compliment. And then what is the top one or two pieces of craziest negative ah, feedback you've ever heard? Good and bad. Okay. So got a lot of good feedback. Yeah, I, got, I would think so. I get a lot of, you know, um, you're a natural talent. You're very funny. Yes. Uh, I get a, you, you kill out there. And I bet you know who that is. Oh, okay. Two good friends in the comedy world who definitely hype me up. You know, my friend James, my friend Will, they both tell me, you know, how great I am. Um, as far right. as criticism goes, I don't get a lot of it because you ableist people are scared mm. to tell me. No, a lot of pe- people I find are they're worried to come up and tell me anything that they think will be discouraging. However, right. I will, and I tell myself too, if I, practiced more and got more organized um that's the only negative feedback i've never really had anybody be like you suck or get up right there like people um, probably say you have natural a naturalness yeah. about you childhood trauma definitely helped 
with that. Um, and it's cool. And I do like, I, I thank my parents, you know, they got me right into the sweet spot right before suicide where like <laughs> I'm at my peak funny, but I'm not a risk yet, you know? <laughs> and the voice, you know, it is a lot of women. I hate to say it. It's women's voice can be very pitchy and high and you don't have a voice that bothers me. I just noticed that that's probably why I like your comedy too. It's, it's a nice voice to listen to for more than a minute. And you don't shriek or shrill or scream. I find that women, I, I, and this is what I, I find like, I'm proud of myself that I watch other comics and I see what I like and don't like about their acts. And I, right. so I try very hard not to screech at my punchline. Yeah. Or, because it's funny. <laughs> like, it's not funny. It hurts my physical being. Yeah. And it makes <sighs> me not talk to them <laughs> and you have nice inflections of your voice too that's like up and down oh like it's it's fun so that's whether it's adaptive or just <laughs> genetic you know that's something that I feel like Dana Carvey has you know it's like it's fun you're fun to watch so that's why I wanted you to yes yeah. Dana well thank you I appreciate that I like being articulate it's one of my one of my many talents yeah and, and we'll end with this thank you so much for doing this interview yeah we're gonna thank cut you. it a little short on the radio and um any final thoughts no but thank you so much for having me. a lot of fun really thanks everyone and you've been listening to it came from the radio this is jenny feldy that was dana McAllister, amazing comedian adios hey guys this is christy from custom cakes by christy i want you to know that i'm here for you i'm keeping my private kitchen open for any needs your family may have I've been focusing on bread, soups, muffins, quiches, and other basics, but I'm still accepting dessert orders as well. Please follow my Facebook for immediate pickup items. Private message me for custom orders. Custom Cakes by Christy, I-N-C-K-R-I-S-T-Y. Text me at 631-606-8166. The Comic Book Depot has been in business since 1993. Your one-stop comic book shop for comics, gaming, and collectibles. The Comic Book Depot Club membership is $15 and gets you 15% off new comics, back issues, graphic novels, and 10% off comic book supplies. Located at 2847 Jerusalem Avenue in Wontaw, New York. Contact us on Facebook for curbside pickup because new comics are back. For more information, give Alan a call at 516-221-9337. The Comic Book Depot. Hello friends, this is Ranger Rob and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. Hello, radio listeners. What are you thinking? We want to hear from you. What's working for you? What things would you like to hear more about? Write us your thoughts. Or you can buy us a pizza. Just go to our website, www.itcamefromradio.com, and click on the Buy Us a Pizza link. Leave your comment there. And we'll read them on video. My neural net processor is linked to sci-fi.radio. sci-fi for my Wi-Fi. The more I listen, the more I learn. Now, back to our show.
So that about does it for this week on the Came From the Radio. Join us right here any week on this radio station. If you miss any part of this show, tough. go to our website, www.camefromtheradio.com. Listen to archives we up in a week or so. Check us out on such places such as goodtalkradio.com, btdradio.com, indievolt.com, sci-fi.radio, or our social media pages such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And always follow the cost-benefit ratio. If the benefits outweigh the costs, do it. If the costs outweigh the benefits, don't do it. Or just Google It Came From The Radio. And we'll see you next week. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.